Hey friends, let's go back to the 90s with our new book, Mixtape Theology, 90s Christian Edition. It's part devotional, part retrospective, and all awesome. Rediscover the wonder of songs like The Great Adventure and Jesus Freak as you uncover their spiritual significance. But you know, we couldn't just give you a book without some 90s Christian cheese. We've included some original comics and hilarious retrospectives. Michael Tate of Newsboys and DC Talk calls mixtape theology the ultimate nostalgic throwback, and Michael W. Smith calls it a great read. Mixtape theology will have you falling in love with these songs and the gospel all over again. It's nostalgia served with a side of renewed faith, and it's available now at Amazon and Walmart.com. Now, back to the podcast. This is the Mixtape Theology Podcast. I'm Dr. Ashley, and I'm glad that you have joined us here today. At Mixtape Theology, myself and my partner, Rachel Cash, love 90s contemporary Christian music. We like to dig into the theology of our favorite songs back then, see how we've grown in our understanding and theology of the lyrics of many of those songs, as well as just get nostalgic and think about trends and uh, what we were doing back in the day. Most of all, focus on God's Word and focus on Jesus. I'm glad you've joined us for this special Christmas edition of the podcast. Today, I want to talk about one of the most famous contemporary Christian music songs um, in regards to the Christmas genre, the song you know as Mary Did You Know written by none other than um, contemporary Christian music funny man Mark Lowry. Now, this song first made an appearance on Michael English's first album in 1991. Interesting enough, that wasn't a Christmas album, um, but I really remember hearing that song and loving it when I heard it in the early 90s. At that time, Michael English and Mark Lowry were singing together in the vocal the the Gaither vocal group. And I'm sure maybe Mark said, Hey, I got a good song for your new album. And the rest is history. And of course, since then it has been covered so many times in the last 30 years, everyone from Kenny Rogers, Winona Judd. I remember a great version by Kathy Matea, the, the country singer in the mid nineties, uh, pentatonics and Carrie Underwood have recently done it. Um, Dolly. It's on many Christian artists' um, Christmas albums. And I do love the crossover appeal in that you've got a lot of secular artists that have sung the song as it shares so much deep theology. The song does ask a question that I think needs to be answered. The question in the song is, of course, Mary, did you know? What's the answer to this question? I think the answer is yes. To a degree, um, you know, the Bible often asks rhetorical questions or God will ask questions. He already knows the answer. Or maybe the answer to the question, Mary, did you know, is yes and no. This song can get some people pretty riled up. Um, it can uh, get some of the theological nerds out there, which I can be one. But they can criticize the song in, why are you asking a question that we already know the answer to? Yes, of course, Mary knew. So, you know, that that's heresy to dare ask that question. Well, we, we first need to understand that this is a literary device meant to ask the question, do you, the listener, know? So we need to chill out a little bit and realize that 
the song actually communicates some incredible Christological, theological truths. It communicates that Jesus has a divine nature. It communicates that Jesus would have a redemptive work. It communicates the sovereignty of God and his lordship. So great Christology. Let's not throw the song off to the side because we struggle with the way that that it is um, being portrayed, asking this question, Mary, when obviously she did know a lot. But we think about the divine nature. Yeah, Mary, did you know your baby boy will one day walk on water? That's a good question to think about. Did you know that he will save our sons and daughters, this redemptive work? I mean, she knew to a great deal that um, a Messiah was here, but did she completely understand the redemptive work? That's a good question to wrestle with. Did she know that he is the Lord of all creation, that he is sovereign? It's good to think about that. So did she know? To answer these questions, um, I think you can talk about it and discuss it, and it doesn't have any bearing on how theologically accurate the song is. And really, when you think about it, the writer himself, Mark Lowry, doesn't answer the question. He uses the questions, again, as this literary device to get the listener to think about these questions and essentially articulate how incredible, how glorious Jesus is. He uses the questions to get us to think about how incredible our Messiah is and all that he would do and all that he does. You know, we think as we hear the song, well, she didn't know, and that's why you're asking the question, did you really know this? It doesn't say she didn't know. We're just asking the question. So did she know? I think she knew a lot. She didn't know specifically in all the ways in which God would display his divinity and his redemptive work or his sovereignty, not specifically. But I think in a general sense, she knew a lot. She wasn't clueless. An angel had visited her, told her about this birth that was going to take place and that the Savior was going to be born. You're going to name him Jesus, that he would be Emmanuel. We know that. We look at his nativity and everything surrounding his birth and and that Mary was moved by everything that she had seen, that she treasured all these things up in her heart. She'd been told some miraculous things. She'd been experiencing miraculous things in that she conceived and she was a virgin She knew that he would be the Messiah. She's getting a glimpse of what that might look like. Not a complete understanding, but she knew a lot. The song that she sings before he is born gives us a clue into just how blessed she felt and what the one in her womb would one day do. We know that all the Jewish girls at that time, they dreamed of one day being the mother of the Messiah, that a Savior was coming, a Redeemer was coming. And when the angel came and visited Mary, she must have thought, okay, so this is me? This is me? And then when she talks to Elizabeth, Elizabeth speaks to some of the same truth. She continued with this question, why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? There is an understanding that the Redeemer, the Lord, the Messiah, was the one whom Mary would deliver. Even Luke 2.11, today a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, Christ the Lord. So 
What did Mary not know? Maybe she didn't have a complete understanding that he was God incarnate. Maybe a glimpse of it, but not in the way that as we study scripture and, and now in the new covenant understand that. Did she know all the miracles that Jesus would perform? Probably not. Did she expect him to be a political figure who would free the Jews from Roman rule? Yeah, that's what she expected, a political figure. So I don't know that she had a complete understanding of the Messiah that he would be. And so, uh, you know, I, I think that she knew that the Messiah was here and knew a lot about that. Maybe more than any person on earth at that point knew. She had a lot of insight personally and and just special revelations from God that told her truths, but it still wasn't a complete understanding. I think it's fun just to to go through every question in the song and answer it. This is a great, here's a great Christmas Bible study. Get your Bibles out and do this. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Probably not. Mary, did you know your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Maybe. Not in the way that we think of them being saved, but I, I think she had some insight into that. Did you know that your baby boy has walked where angels trod? Maybe not in a complete understanding the way that we do. Did you know when you kiss your little baby, you kiss the face of God? Maybe, but not the way that we understand it. Did you know that um, the blind will see, the deaf will hear, the dead will live again? Uh, Probably not. That the lame will leap, the dumb will speak the praises of the lamb. Did she understand that he would be the sacrificial lamb? Probably not. Did she know that he'll give sight to a, a blind man, that he will calm the storm with his hand? Probably not. Um, do you know that that the baby you'll deliver will soon deliver you? You know, maybe not the way that we understand that. And I want to get to that question. Um, I want to get to that question. And do we understand that, you know, he's come to make you new, not in the way of rebirth in the way that we do. Did you know that he's Lord of all creation? Probably not in the way as we understand Colossians and John 1. Did you know that your baby boy will one day rule the nations? Yes, I think she expected that. Did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect lamb? Probably not in the way that we understand that but maybe she had an inkling of it. Do you understand the sleeping child you're holding is the great I am? Well, maybe to a degree with all the things that she had been told and what she's experiencing, but now on this side of Christ's birth and the cross and his resurrection and everything we get to read about in the New Testament, I think maybe we have a better understanding of that than she did. Again, she probably knew more than any other human being on earth at that point. She knew that he was Messiah, Savior, Emmanuel, Jesus. God would save his people. She had probably studied many prophecies, and in her understanding of what had been told to her and the prophecies she understood and had learned and read, she understood a lot. The angel gave her a special message that the Savior is here. So, man, she knew But yet, I think throughout his life and then his death and eventually his resurrection, she would grow in even her own understanding 
of what she knew. I love the line in the song, the child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Uh, If you read the King James Version of the Christmas narrative in Luke 2, it says, and the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. I love that. Now, of course, when that is saying she should be delivered, that's just talking about she'll give birth. She'll deliver the baby. But the days were accomplished. We understand that to mean in God's perfect timing, he will send the Messiah. According to the prophecies, according to God's sovereignty, exactly when he wants Jesus to be on earth, to deliver people from their sins, this will happen. So I don't want to read into the text, but the idea that she should be delivered, I think is there in God's perfect timing. She would deliver a baby that would, yes, one day deliver her. So I think the writing is genius. This child that you deliver will soon deliver you. God bless. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to Mixtape Theology Podcast. Uh, we're always honored that you would spend a little bit of your time and, um, and reminisce, dig, contemplate, meditate, and um, just relish in this beautiful gift of music that we have and more important, God's Word and what all we can learn as we dig into it together. Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you soon. The Mixtape Theology Podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. Find more Christian music-related podcasts at newreleasetoday.com.